just a little public service announcement before the latest episode of Dies in Your House. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and do not represent that of my employer. A five in Manhattan is a ten in Staten Island. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that live. Representing Staten Island. Staten Island boys are no joke. Staten Island? I cannot overstate how truly insane that would be. It's called high. For some people, it lifts them up and out of whatever low-rent, depraved hopelessness they're stuck in. There's a short respite from reality, from the stone-cold reality that they live in a racist country run by bigoted old white guys who won't give them a break on education and then bitch when they go on welfare because they can't find a job. So... This happens to be Staten Island. Believe me, I know the difference. Staten Island boys are no joke. Hey, yo. Who's in the house dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here. We are back here on Spotify. If you search for dies in your house and it's the weekend, or we're on soundcloud.com slash dies in your house. Or you're using the podcast app on your iPhone and you're searched and listening to a brand new episode of Dies in Your House. You are subscribed. You are locked in. I appreciate that. Or you're premium and you're catching this a day early. Patreon.com slash jpooks. Shout out to all y'all getting this on Friday along with personalized artwork and access to bonus content such as the Zoomcast. What is the word? What goes on, peeps? What it do? What it be? What it is? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Jay, I've met you in real life, and I don't know what the heck this is. And this sounds like it's about to get weird, but it's not. Because, you know, we're just here, basically, to fight fascism and encourage voting. What? I mean, that's not really difficult. Hey, Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia... Fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian mm. ultranationalism characterized mm. by dictatorial power, nah. forcible suppression of opposition, Chill. and strong regimentation of society and of the economy, no interest. which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. We don't want none of that. But that's what the 2021 Republican Party is, uh, is all for. And it is important, now more than ever, that people like us get out there and vote and keep voting front of mind so old white men can cease to run this country and make rules that do not benefit the majority of the nation. The majority of the nation, which is, you know, not white, not old, and not wealthy. So, we're going to talk about something I'm not an expert in today. But first, I just want to state a couple of things. Because we are getting into something that I am really not an expert in today. So... You know the views and opinions expressed in this podcast, that of my own, not that of my employer. Yeah, but like, times a million today. Like, I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so I'm just, just inside baseball, views and opinions expressed in this podcast, that of my own. They do not belong to anybody else. I do not express these opinions when I am on the clock at work. Whatever job I am working. Just want to put that out there. Also, 
Inside Baseball some more. You may see my Instagram is a little more sad than it was last week. Well, I'll tell you what happened. Now, if you're premium, you've tuned into the Zoomcast before, right? And that's like early in the week. I do like a, sometimes I do like a video podcast previewing what I'm going to talk about. And a couple weeks ago, well, the most recent one, I had a glove on because I was I had lotion on my hand and I was because I had an eczema breakout. This is like real life J Porks right here. I'm I'm giving you actually real life stuff here. So people want real life stuff here. You go. So I go to Urgent Care because I have health insurance now. I go to Urgent Care for 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 a, for a cream for my hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Simple. They give me a cream. They also give me two antibiotics. They say it's it's infected. I say listen to me. Last time I took antibiotics, I had a bad reaction. And I don't think that this is the way to go. And they said, well, you know, that's rare that that happens. Okay. Copy that. Guess who's bedridden right now? I'm not, I'm house-ridden, really. Um. Yeah, the antibiotics were not good. I have stopped them. Um, I've stopped looking up what these things are on, on the internet. I've been to the urgent care three times this week, twice since the original diagnosis. Moral of the story? Buy Eucerin. I'm just gonna use Eucerin lotion because, honestly, this was not worth it. This is the first, and more, listen, I never give you, like, private life stuff, but... This was the first time in like two years, besides COVID, you know what I'm saying? This is the first time in two years that I had scheduled three days off. I didn't have to request anything, none of that. I didn't have to move things. I had, it just landed on my schedule. (laughs) Three days off, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Actually, no, it's not true. I had Friday and Saturday off. The Thursday, I gifted. But that's because I saw I had the Thursday, Friday off. So I wanted to turn into a three-day. So up until last week, I'm looking at hotels. What am I going to do? Atlantic City. Am I just going to stay in Manhattan and just, you know, chill? I don't know what I'm going to do. But I know that I'm going to get out of my house. I know my Instagram feed was going to be lit. And I know that it was going to be fire. And I was going to have some fun. And I also know. That because. Of this negative bad reaction. To the antibiotics. Which I have stopped taking. I can't do any of that. But my hand is fine. Thanks. Other parts of me aren't. But my hand is fine. Oh god. What a life. I get health insurance one time. (laughs) I get it one time. I think I'm doing the right thing. Oh, God. I'm such a weirdo. Maybe I got allergic to, like, penicillin and amoxicillin or whatever. I just know as a kid I was never allergic to any medicines. I remember that was big with me. I like peanuts and all that stuff. I'm allowed to have that stuff. So... I don't know. And if you're going to tell me to get a real doctor, I'm going to tell you I'm never going to urgent care again. So, I mean, again, Eucerin cream, I'm good. 
I'll be fine. So I'm limping around for a couple days. And uh, watching the news. And I'm finding it weird. That we can't find one person. To come on TV. And talk about and defend. We can't find one person. Who's on TV saying you know. Shout out to Joe Biden for. Ending an endless war. Okay. Alright, you jumped up out of your chair. Let's take a... Let's let's chill. Let's have a discussion. Um, We spent 20 years in Afghanistan. There was no reason to really be in Afghanistan. But we were there. And politicians, first of all, in 2003, George Bush had the mission accomplished thing. Remember that? Mission accomplished. So I'm just letting you know. Um, then left troops there. We found out who did 9-11. We killed him. We still had troops in Afghanistan. Training the Afghani military. Training them, making sure that, you know, but we didn't, there was no clear mission. It was just keep the Taliban out. And then, I don't know if you guys recall last year when Trump was inviting the Taliban to the freaking, to Camp David. But like that, it was hashtag Taliban Trump. Remember that? Trump was negotiating with the Taliban. This White House ain't negotiating with no Taliban, okay? What we did was we trained the Afghani army. We trained the Afghanistan military. And we decided that we are not going to be nation builders. That, uh, you know, after years of saying we're coming home, we're going to take the troops home. And we started taking the troops home. And when we did that, the Taliban came in, and the Afghan military laid down their weapons. And basically, why were we there for the last 20 years? Now, that that's, that's the 20 years endless, which has ended, occupation of a country that we have no clear goal in. Okay, but now move to today. We do have a goal. Now, we need to get out. We need to make sure that we keep safe the Afghani women, the Afghani translators, our allies in Afghanistan, no matter what country they're from, people who helped us. We need to make sure that all those people are safe. And if that means, you know taking more time to use troops to evacuate people out of that country or out of parts of that country we need to do that listen guys 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 if the taliban listen you're like oh the we're gonna let the taliban take over afghanistan we don't let anybody do anything we could declare war on them tomorrow relax but also with democrats bro we're not here fighting wars that have no meaning. 
So let's save women, let's save children, let's save translators, and let's save our allies. But other than that, you could teach a fish to fish. We spent 20 years there. We spent 20 years training. And we left. And they laid down their weapons. I, I don't get it. What was the 20? We could have left. You mean we could have left 19 years ago and the same thing would have happened? I could tell that to, you know, a lot of American families don't want to hear that. Who have military, who have um, sons and daughters who died over there. They don't want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to hear that it's possible that their kids could have been brought home sooner and the same result would have happened. They all would have said, then why'd they go in the first place? Cloaked in the flag of freedom. And I remember the debate. By the way, George Bush, Al Gore, this all goes back to this. It all, first of all, it all goes back to Reagan, but, you know, no one's even old enough to remember 9-11, who I, you know, <laughs> probably listened to this, but yeah, I mean, really. Like, you know, you got people on the, you got people on the internet, you know, breaking down political theory, and they're like 19 years old, and it's like, you've been alive less than... We've been in Afghanistan. Don't pretend like you know why we're there. Nobody knew why we were there. From the beginning. As Dick Cheney. He knew why we were there. So. A humanitarian effort. To help people in Afghanistan. Is a clear goal. And is not some endless war for no reason. Also, keep in mind one thing. Joe Biden ran a whole campaign. He said we're ending endless wars. He said we're bringing the troops home. He always, he ends every speech with God bless our troops. His son was in the, was in the military before he passed from brain cancer. He, he said, he stood there and he said, I'm going to take, the troops are coming home. And then he got into office and you know, politicians, they say things, but they don't always deliver. He del he brought them home. And then he got on TV and said, I stand by the decision. He told the truth. If anything, at least there's the respect of he told the truth. He didn't lie to us. He didn't invite the Taliban to Camp David. There was no negotiations with terrorists, okay? You don't negotiate with terrorists. Now. Do I think, like, NATO, us and, like, NATO should figure out a way to, like, end the Taliban? Absolutely, of course. Like, you kidding what? Of course we should. We gotta figure that out. But like, uh, occupying the country for 20 years didn't, didn't do it. So, I mean, we might need to think of other ideas. And here's what you need to pay attention to. Pay attention to where Russia's moving. Because I guarantee you, 
Russia ain't mad at the Taliban one bit. Okay? Guarantee you Putin likes the Taliban. So let's just remember. And remember, the Russians don't like us. That's why they gave us Trump. So I end up, and first of all, all these reporters, reporters who have been in Afghanistan for 20 years, you, you're not giving me a clear, a, a unbiased perspective on this, guys. And you can't be expected to. They've been there so long. They're too emotionally invested in this. But I will tell you that Jake Tapper's on the wrong side of this. This was going to happen. So what we have to do is figure out, help the women, help the children, get the translators and all of our allies that helped us out of harm's way. And then what we need to do is figure out a way to end the Taliban. Those are goals that are more laid out than occupy Afghanistan like it's Wall Street. This is not the 1800s. We're not going colonizing land. We're not colonists. We have a country of our own. And do you understand that our military... Sp do you understand that 2% of our military spending... 2% can feed and clothe the entire world several times over? And therefore give us no reason to have a military? Like, we can take 2% of what we spend on our military budget, on our defense spending, on war, on hired thugs, hired killers, that's what they are. Keep it tight. We could spend 2% of that money and we could help out every country in need. Friend or foe. We could take foes and make them friends. We could take friends and make them best friends. We could do that. But we choose to live in this military industrial complex where we live in fear instead of love. Are you mad at uh, somebody that asks you for money on the train? Or do you give him money and hope that he gets more? You know what I'm saying? And when you give that person money, do you give him all your money? Or do you give him a very small fraction of that money? You know what I'm saying? Your bank account compared to the spare change you give him in your pocket, that's what I'm talking about. The spare change the defense budget has could be used on other things. Like helping feed and clothe the poor of the world. Or if we want to be selfish about it, hey, we could focus on ourselves. <laughs> I don't know. We got some issues here that we got to take care of. You know, we got a couple of domestic issues we can use assistance with. You know what I mean? Like... It's not like all's gravy over here. We got highways that need to be built. We got COVID. We got a lot of stuff. We could use some help. We could take 2% of that military budget. But instead we want to go fight in wars. The people that attacked us were killed. 
I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want to like be like all, this is what it is, but yo, I'm a Democrat. I'm not, I don't like war. So like, I don't want, I don't want our troops to be anywhere. You know what I'm saying? The images, I get it. They're disturbing. But, dude, we're America and the rest of the world is not. So there are going to be times where you see images of other places that are worse off than us. And you're going to say, how can that be? Because it's not here. Because it's not America. Okay? That's just the way it is. Different countries are different. We can go around policing every country. But then what does that say about ourselves? Guantanamo Bay. We tortured prisoners for the sake of patriotism. Did we not? Was that right? Was that humanitarian? So who are we to go around being humanitarians? But we have to, to a certain extent, but we can't do it everywhere. We are not the world police. And again, George Bush at the debate told Al Gore, you know, I don't think we should be nation builders. And then he went to war with several nations. And then we had to clean it up. And Obama came into office and he wanted to take the troops home, but he couldn't because he needed to get out of the recession and war makes money. So you needed to keep troops there. So the war kept going. So Biden's here and he's like, listen, I'm fucking 80 years old. I'm be dead before the ship sinks. And you know what? Fuck it. We're bringing the troops home because I said we are. And shout outs to cool Uncle Joe. We're going to we're going to get our people out. We're going to help the women. We're not going to leave them there and say, sorry. We're not going to do that. Don't worry. But CNN loves war, yo. And there is a... There was a tweet. Somebody on Twitter, I think it was Jed Legram. He said something like... He's offered up several guests to MSNBC and stuff to defend the Biden position and they don't want it. Everybody, they just want to book anti, like, so MSNBC and CNN, they're now mirroring Fox News with the news coverage. With the coverage on the, the war. The endless war that had no goal. Look up the hashtag Taliban Trump and you'll see. I wouldn't name this podcast that, but I don't want to mention that guy in my titles anymore. That guy's done. But we we are going to get the women out. We're going to get the women to a safe haven. We're going to figure it out. This Joe Biden guy? He's not a dumb guy, yo. He's not a stupid guy. I know he's from Delaware, but from Scranton not exactly from the city you know he doesn't talk as fast as we do but he's not stupid he's gonna figure it out all right until then just you know slow down on your news watching don't share every post you see on social media like it's immediate fact like people are doing with covid like oh man i saw a post on 
I saw a post about um, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, and they were talking about comparing it to colored versus white, the bathrooms back in the day. Oh, my God. You see, like, this is the levels. So, like, if you're getting your your Afghanistan news from TikTok, maybe you're not somebody that should be sharing that on Instagram and social media and influencing others because it could be dangerous. Fact of the matter is, promise was made and a promise was kept. And those troops are coming home. Dies in your house. Exclusively. On Spotify. And we're going to be there longer than Joe Button was. Huh? I like to make that joke. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash dies in your house. Apple Podcasts, if you search for dies in your house. Or, if you like it early, Patreon.com slash JPorks. Gets you the podcast a day early. Along with premium exclusive content. And personalized artwork from yours truly till next week dies in your house exclusively everywhere i just named you can get it (laughs) till next week we outside wait